good morning, good evening, good night, wherever or whoever you may be. I am Alan Arante, and this is The Recluse Podcast. I had the pleasure of talking to three women from the newly formed skate group called Girls on Board. They are a Ventura-based skate group. They meet regularly at local skate parks and other predetermined locations. They go camping. They have vegetarian potlucks. They skate. They are champions for girls everywhere. I talked to Allison, Caitlin, and Mel in my living room. We had never met before, and it was a good experience. I think it takes boldness to sit in a room with someone that you don't know and then talk at length. In this interview, each person tells a little bit about their experiences and circumstances of life that have made an impact. We pulled questions and comments from a bowl to be read aloud. We talk about the success of the recent West Park fundraiser. It earned $10,000. And we talk about the skate community and why a group like this is beneficial to girls and women. I would also like to comment on something I was confused about during the interview. I believe it was Caitlin was talking about a pro skater that was at the fundraiser whose name is Mike Anderson. The only Anderson I had ever known about was Brian Anderson, who in recent years came out as gay. So my apologies to Mike and Brian Anderson. They are both great and distinct skateboarders. What else can I say that isn't already communicated in this interview? I thoroughly enjoyed the time we spent talking together. I wish them all the best in their objectives, their wanting to empower girls and women through skateboarding. I support it. Count me in. And once again, thank you to Allison, Caitlin, and Mel for being so open and thoughtful. This is a portrait of Girls on Board. All right. We are officially on the record. It is Tuesday, January 14th, 6.30 p.m. I have a very special group in front of me, and um, I think it'd be interesting to learn about each person um, individually first. So actually, first, um, Allison, what's the name of your group here? That you are representing. Uh, we are called Girls on Board. Girls on Board, and it's a Ventura-based group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Allison, um, if you don't mind me asking, and the same goes for you three people, uh, so what year were you born? Uh, 1982. 82. Um, well, what's your full name, Allison? Allison Sowens. Sowens, and that's your um, husband's last name. It is, yeah. When did you get married? Uh, 2018. Wait, When? 2018. Oh, eight. Oh, you were freshly married too. Or not 18. So. <laughs> <laughs> eight. Oh. Yeah. 2008. Oh, 2008. See, I'm nervous already. No, you're doing great. <laughs> I'm like, wow. You know, we're, we've been married around the same time. Um, so you've been married for uh, about 10 years. Yeah. What is that like? <clears throat> what it, can you reflect on? What it feels like and what it means to be married for 10 years? Uh, in your case, at least. Um. I mean, it feels very secure. Like, you know, we're just, we know, we know that our relationship is strong and mm-hmm. that we're together and it's just the way it is. And we're really happy. Mm-hmm. And I love that we did get married after knowing each other for three years. And oh, wow. We were just like, I was kind of antsy. After knowing each other for three years. I was like, antsy. I was like, let's. You wanted it sooner? Let's do this. <laughs> lock it in because you don't want anyone going in there and you know (laughs) where where did you meet him uh we met in florida in florida i was living there at the time and he was visiting for a wedding 
And we just met at a random no bar. No kidding. Lucky night. you. Yeah, but it wasn't at a wedding that we met. It was mm-hmm. just some random bar. Just by <laughs> happen, happenstance? Yeah. I was only I was out with my friend, and <laughs> I wasn't even going to go out that night. And then there he was. Yeah, fate struck. Yeah. Um, so you were in love? Mm-hmm. What does that feel like for people? I, I think I am too, but I think maybe there are people out there who don't know what that means. Um, just knowing that we totally trust each other and... We could say anything openly. We're not hiding anything. Like you want to, you just want to put everything on the table. Mm. Anything you want to say, you just go for it, you know, and you're not afraid of what their reaction will be. Mm. And, you know, just having that open line of communication and loving and trusting. Does that, that come with that uh, time or is that something that just sort of clicked? I think it comes with time for sure. Mm. Like just knowing, getting to know the person. And, you know, learning their background and their friends and like, you know, knowing what they've been through and Mm -hmm. just kind of making your judgment there, I guess. Yeah. I like what you said, You where love is sort of putting everything on the table. There's this movie called um, The Count of Monte Cristo. Have you guys heard of the book or heard of the movie? Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm, no, no, I, that's an that, old movie, right? It, it, yeah, yeah, I think there are a couple versions. <laughs> there's know. a couple versions. One, I think I'm talking about the newer version because there's a black and white version, I think. But in the new version, there's this line that was really beautiful. And I, I think I was young when I heard it too, but it was so like profound. Um, you know, I forget what the story is exactly about, but basically it's like a love story with this man and a woman. And uh, they hadn't seen each other. I think he was exiled or on, in prison for like 20 years or something. And uh, she says, can I ask you something? And he says, anything. He says, anything. Meaning, I will answer anything you ask me. Um, How many men or people, it's not just men, but how many people are that open, you know, that are willing to be honest 100%? And and that really touched me. And so I'm I'm kind of happy to hear you say that you can lay stuff out and not have to beat around the bush. Um, So, Allison... Thank you for being here. It's nice to meet you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're excited. And Caitlin, you are next to Allison. Yes, I. Uh, what year were you born? 1985. 1985. Um, what do you? What's one of your earliest memories hmm. that you're willing to say? I mean, there might. I don't know. <laughs> um, probably one of the arguments right before my parents split up when I was really mm-hmm. when you're four. Yeah. Were you scared? Yeah. Well, I was mostly comforting my sister, who was younger than was she, me. How old was your sister? Well, I think actually I was five and she was three. Mm. Um, you, you said you were scared. What were you scared of? Like the loudness of it. Mm. Like, like, did you anger. think something like bad was going to happen or just as it was, it was just too much for you? Even just being in an argument? Because sometimes people are afraid of like, like I can sort of relate, I... You know, some people are afraid of violence and then some people are just afraid of like, you know, mom and dad are like yelling at each other. And that scares me. It wasn't anything violent. It was just, I don't know. I probably should have been used to it, but but to be honest, but um, yeah, I think more so the feeling like fear, but also feeling the need to like tell my sister it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You're like hiding under a table or something. Really? Yeah. Wow. That, that's so crazy. Um, you were uh, sort of um, made mature at four. You know, all of a sudden you're you're um, 
having to comfort your younger sister and you're both just babies. Yeah. Not understanding probably. Um, has that influenced you? Your parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. Has that, how, how does that affect you and how did that affect you growing up? Hmm. I'm in therapy. Oh, re- really? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, no, I feel like I am processing through a lot of it in the last few years through therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm re- and I'm also taking like child development classes and stuff. And the more I learn about like adverse childhood experiences and how they affect your life forever, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, everything, I realize like how deep it has affected me. Really? And I probably don't even realize oh, like, wow. the depth of it. <laughs> really? So yeah, I think that it definitely has um, impacted um, and you, you're married now, right? Mm-hmm. When did you get married? Um, almost 11 years ago. Um, how long did you know him before? Um, a year and a half, I think. Wow. He yeah. popped the question or you popped well, the question a year in? I had already had a child. Oh, okay. Um, with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Did you marry that person or nope. no? I was never with him. Um, but he is in my son's life. Mm-hmm. We just were never really together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that kind of sped things up. Oh, really? Yeah. You were just sort of ready? Well, he's seven years older than me. So I think that he, yeah, he felt, I don't know, hmm. ready. <laughs> well, it seems like it, it worked out. I mean, you're, you've been, you're 11 years strong. Do you have uh, children with that person? One child, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We do regret. We no, we don't regret it, but we do say now we look back and we're like, we should never have gotten married when we did. Why? What? what? We just didn't know each other. Oh, it could have been a mistake. Yeah, or... we, we had to really work through a lot <laughs> of shit, like in the first five years. I would mm-hmm. say, yeah. Um, so your experience with um, your own parents did that. Um, influence your perspectives on marriage. So you're, you know, you get married with this person. Are you sort of trying not to make the same mistakes, so to speak, as your parents, and you're worrying about how to go about it, or was it just free flow for you this marriage? Um, I don't really remember much of my parents being together, mm. but I do have so a stepdad yeah. when, and they got married when I was about ten, mm-hmm. and so I saw their relationship. But mm. They were very separate from. We were a family, and I love my stepdad, but it wasn't like he wasn't really a father. Right, right. He was my mom's husband, so I never really actually got to see what marriage really looks like, at least having a family Mm -hmm. through that. I had that experience, too, sort of. I I had a stepfather. um, Like, he was cool for a while, um, but I just (laughs) never, ever saw him as my dad, like, Mm -hmm. ever. Like, not one minute, you know? Like, because I was afraid. I think I had, like, maybe some abandonment stuff. You know, my like, my dad... You know, he wasn't in my life um, until, like, recently. Um, so I thought, like, oh, if I, like, even act like this guy's my dad, like, like you know what? Why I don't want to put myself out. You know, I'm a kid thinking this. Like, I don't want to commit to this man as my father mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't know. Like, I was, I've been burned before. Like, I don't know that I verbalized it that way. But in my head, I was, like, you know, didn't want to even dip my toe in the water of that commitment in my head. Um, so, yeah, I think I maybe understand a little bit of that. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure I need therapy. I, I haven't had therapy, but I, I'm totally pro therapy. I think every person, what we're doing now, in my in my opinion, is therapy. To me, um, I like um, that people can open up. I've seen people open up, um, and it's great. It's like wow, like they were honest. Like you guys are being very honest. Um, so I, I'm pro therapy. I thank you for sharing all that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Kaylin, 
And uh, Mel, as in Melissa? Yeah, I just go by Mel, though. Mel? Mm-hmm. And uh, what year were you born? 1992. 1992. Um, what was your first, what was the first band you liked that, you know, you loved the whole album, you bought it? Uh, what, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> Is there is there a band? Yeah, there definitely is. Um, it was probably that pop punk band, New Film Glory. Okay, <laughs> not too bad. And also, Avril that's not Levine. too bad. I was also really into Avril Lavigne. Did you wear like ties to school or anything? Or? I didn't dress like her, but I did like buy all of her CDs and like knew all the words to her songs and yeah, all that great stuff. Well, that is pretty good because the first band I ever got into was In Sync. And I loved them for like 10 years. I could still rock an Insane record. I don't even care. I, I think we got an album over there. I'd still rock the first Insane album. So, Newfound Glory is not so bad. Um, so, have you, did you, um, you graduated high school? Yes. Did yeah. you um, do any, any um, college at all? I went to SF State. Um, I went to community college first, though. Mm-hmm. And, and I where transferred was, up there. What community college? Uh, I was at Ventura College. I actually did my oh, first cool. semester at SBCC, but I didn't want to transfer to UCSB, mm-hmm. I found out, and mm. then just kind of stayed around Ventura until I left. How long were uh, you taking classes at, in around here, I should say? Uh, I guess like about three semesters, and okay. then, yeah, I moved up north, and um well, I was supposed to go to USF, and then that didn't work out, so then I came back here. I've kind of done a lot of moving, and then I, and then I did one more semester. So I guess four semesters total, but they were, like, all over the place. And you say moving. Was that uh, with your family? It was your own, you know, your own choice? I think – so my family has moved around a lot um, growing up, and then I just joke now that it's kind of like my curse because mm. even as a young adult <laughs> – I I just have to, um, or I just had to apply for a DOD clearance for my new job, and I had to list every place I've lived in the last ten years. <laughs> oh no, is that like? A and there were places? like at least seventeen wow entries or something. Oh like my that. goodness! And so yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't want to like move as much anymore. So that's the moral of the story, I guess. Well, why was your family moving? Like a military family or uh, something? We weren't military i think it was just like oh i mean yeah i my parents are divorced as well uh they divorced Mm -hmm. when i was very very young like you don't even remember i don't even remember but like one of my first memories is my dad and i driving to california in his little bw van from from colorado oh wow yeah so i was born in texas we moved to colorado came to california um and yeah, and then he remarried by the time I was six, and so then I had two sisters. New, uh, from the so new marriage. So a stepsister and then a half-sister mm-hmm. um, that came along a year later. And, um, yeah, we just kind of moved around a lot. We didn't really have a lot of money, I guess. And then, um, yeah, and we finally kind of, like, settled our roots, like, <laughs> five years ago, I guess. My parents have, which is great. <laughs> But not, I haven't experienced that yet. So, and uh, what what was your father doing for work at that time um, when you were younger and you moved from you know he, 
Yeah, he was going to Denver Technical College for a while. Um, and then once we came out to California, he became an ultrasound tech. Wow. So he worked in the medical industry for a long time. Um, he would work at clinics and hospitals. And then he eventually worked for a couple of corporations that actually made you know, these ultrasound machines. Mm -hmm. Um, and then now he's finally doing what he wants to do, which is it. So he went back to school. He actually went mm -hmm. to the adult uh, education school, um, and got yeah. his certificate. And, uh, um, and I hope these topics that I'm asking you guys about aren't so painful or anything, but, um, what, what about your mother? What was you said? You moved with your dad and yeah. you're on the road. <clears throat> what, what is she doing? Um, in so those years? Yeah, my parents divorced. I think it was all finalized by the time I was three. Um, but my dad got full custody of me. Um, and it's it's mainly just because my mother is kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But she was she just wasn't like a fit mother, I guess. She mm -hmm. like was kind of like abusive and stuff like that even mm -hmm. when I was a baby. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I was kind of turned over to my father. And I was lucky because my dad is, you know, a solid dad. So <laughs> mm. sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, when was the last time you've seen your both either your parents like at all together or no, not separate. Even. Oh, well, my dad, I see him on a regular basis. Like mm -hmm. we're really close. Is he my, here in town? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, he and my stepmom live in Satakoy. Oh, cool. So yeah. Um, and you know, they're probably going to be in Ventura County forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just who they are. Um, but yeah, my mom, I haven't seen her since I, you know, was probably three years old. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've talked to her, uh, like, you know, I'm exchanged letters with her when I was a lot younger. Um, yeah. uh, and then the last time I talked to her was a little bit over two years ago, but it On did not go well. Uh, no, it was all through email actually. Oh, and it didn't go well. You're talking to her even through just typing and it's not. Yeah, because it was my aunt who reached out to me and mm, her um, sister. Yeah, so and she was just kind of, I don't. She, everyone on my mom's side of the family wants me to hate my dad, <laughs> which doesn't That's make sense. Um, uh, so she kind of came at me like that, and then kind of got my mom involved, and then they're you know saying all these nasty things to me, even just through email. Um, and I'm like. You know, you don't even know me, <laughs> really. Right. Like, if we're being honest here, like, yeah. And you can come out here and see me, but you know, yeah. you choose not to do that. Like, I'm not hiding. They're like trying to tell you yeah. to do stuff, pretty much. Uh, they're they're not telling me to do anything. Um, they're just trying to rehash things that happened between my mom and my dad. Mm -hmm. and, oh, yeah, they had a really bad relationship, which I'm glad I don't remember mm. any of that. I just have heard stories and it just sounds awful. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. They want to rehash all that. And it's like, it's kind of irrelevant at this point. Like yeah. everyone's moved on. It's like 20 years later. Yeah. Like and I, you know, and plus like, I would just rather have a relationship like, I don't know, with my mom rather than like, you know, having to like choose, I guess. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's rough. Um, I, I won't get into it. I think my mom would probably get really pissed off if I talked about it. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I was all, you know, you're telling me how you're, you haven't seen your mom in a long time, but like, I kind of lived the same thing. So I don't know why I'm all shocked. Like, I, I know what that's like too. Um, but, um, sort of like what you were saying, Caitlin, um, you know, sometimes you don't know how deep these things, these 
lessons, let's call them these traumas, these um, experiences are, um, you know, if you imagine cutting one of, one of these things out and how different you would be, you know, it's like, it's interesting how these trajectories are um, in our life. Um, okay. So now that we've bummed everybody out. Yeah, um, sorry, guys. And, I don't know. So actually, Al, um, Allison, uh, are, you, are your parents married? They are divorced, yeah. When when did they get divorced? <clears throat> they were divorced when I was probably three as well. No kidding. Who are we? Yeah. All of our parents divorced at like it's, three it's or four. The new, it's the way it is these days. Baby wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, we lived in New York. We were all, I don't know if you want to hear the whole thing. Please, yeah, tell, yeah, tell us. Um, we're all from New York originally. And uh, they split up, and my grandparents moved down to Florida, which people do when they retire. Yeah. They move from New York to Florida because it's better on the joints and arthritis and all that stuff. <laughs> I think that's anywhere on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so my mom followed my her parents, yeah, my grandparents, yeah. down there. And we left, and my dad was still in New York, and he got remarried. He stayed in touch the whole time, and then mm. he moved his wife down to Florida as really? well. Really? What, to which, be closer to you, maybe? Yeah, to be near us. He he did everything to be near us. And um, You say us as in, did you have Me and my brother, okay. yeah. My older brother. He's four years older. Um, And so, yeah, everyone ended up down in Florida. Yeah, that's... um. The, my parents not being together, um, I mean, that really defined me sort of in school all these years. All You know, when I was a kid, elementary school, middle school, high school, anytime Father's Day would come around, anytime, you know, like anything related to parents being together or like parents, like it was all not awkward, not like people looked at me in retrospect. But like when I was a kid sitting in the in the you know fifth grade or something and Father's Day comes around, you know, I probably felt very like um, insecure. I probably dived into myself, not wanting to even bring up the subject. You know, like if you had to like make a Father's Day card, like I'm not going to see my dad. I don't know my dad. Like I, I, I knew him, but he didn't have a contact really. Um, pretty much my whole life. Um, so man, that really um, messes people up. I think sometimes. Um, as tough as I think I was, I think I made it out okay. Um, but I really feel like it's a. You know, you're kind of psychologically crippled in a way sometimes by things like that. Um, you know, whereas you know, you see someone next door, no, you know, your neighbor, your desk part, you know, someone sit next to you and they have both their parents and seem to have the best life ever. Um, but, uh, some people say, you know, I, I wish my parents did get a divorce. Sometimes kids will live, you know, in a household where it's like, you know, my parents should have been divorced. Like this was like hell. Mm-hmm. They played, I could see as a child, they didn't love each other. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not complaining. I, you know, things worked out. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, your group, what's it, what's the name again? Girls on board. Girls on board. And uh, who started that? Some one person? Me. You did. What was your motivation for that? Caitlin? <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, it started when my son started skateboarding. Mm-hmm. He was 11 at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about a year into his skateboarding is when... <laughs> This all got started, um, mm-hmm. but I would take him to skate parks all the time, and I would just sit there and I'd watch him <laughs> skate. Yeah. And then um, we have a friend who's in our group too, Christy, mm-hmm. and she and she would bring her daughters to come skate with him because they're in a similar oh, age awesome. and stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she would skate, and I'm like, okay, she skates, and then I started like looking on Instagram at like 
all these rad women groups, like older oh, women. Really? Yeah. And, and where did you say you were looking at this? On Instagram. Uh-huh. I just discovered Like this, pages and this, just... I don't even know, like, how it... Stuck. Maybe I just started looking at women skateboarding. I don't know. Like, I really mm-hmm. don't remember. But, um... And then I just kept seeing, like, women, like, skate pools and, mm-hmm. like, grind rails and, like, do amazing things. Like, women who are my age or older. Yeah. Like, not that I didn't care about the, like... 19-year-old girls, but right. seeing these, like, women, moms skating mm-hmm. and, like, ruling it, I was just like, I can totally do this and I want to do this. <laughs> and so last year on Go Skate Day, I told myself I would get on a skateboard. Uh-huh. And I did. <laughs> and ever since then, like, I've just loved it. And you, um, so did you know these um, people before the group or... I didn't know Mel. Mel came to one of our meetups. Oh, cool. And I met Allison through um, the school that our children go to. Okay. So how long have you guys known each other? year and a half now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's when my first kindergarten started. Mm-hmm. Our boys. <laughs> We're in kindergarten and together. how long have you known these two people? Um, Probably since November of last year. Oh. So, yeah, a couple months. I'm a newbie. <laughs> But. Well, the well, the group is still pretty new, right? I mean, how long has it been around? Probably since uh, I thought it was August. August. Oh, okay. it's super okay. new, like yeah, months yeah, old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we actually like once we started kind of talking about creating like a group, it was mm-hmm. so long for us. It took forever for us to come up with like a oh. name. <laughs> I was so angry at myself because I just could not come up with something that was like. Decent enough, and we I would should go, read the list. <laughs> no, don't. That would be interesting. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or what's like one like one that you didn't go with? Skate maidens. Skate maiden. I mean, I mean that's awesome. That would have been bitching too. That's kind of like a subgroup of our group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Much. But like, what was the Scott one? <laughs> oh, the sidewalk surfing sirens. <laughs> sidewalk <No>. surfing. <laughs> S- what sirens? Sirens. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It just, yeah, just run. <laughs> it was so hard. I, mean, I do the like the hardest those, but... thing was mm-hmm. to come up with a name. And eventually I, know. I was just like, screw it. This is what it's going to be. Not sure if mm-hmm. I like it, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. Gets the point across. Allison, make a logo. <laughs> mm. Like, we were just trying to, like, run with it at that point. I made the Instagram. That's where we mm-hmm. post our events and stuff. And I just really wanted to get it out to the mm-hmm. public. But we needed a name. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems great. Um, like I don't, I must have, uh, I don't know when I heard about you guys. Maybe a month ago or something. But it seemed like you guys are going going at it pretty hard already. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not. It's like I a. Too. It seems like a cool group. Um, you participated in the um, art show, the the benefit recently. When when was that? That was this month, right? It was like two weekends ago. Um, did you all three of you go? I wasn't there. You weren't there. Caitlin, you were there? Yeah, I was there. And what about you, Mel? I was there, yeah. Um, I wanted to be there desperately. I've just, like, seen all <laughs> the hype. Because I, I know Steve. You guys know who Steve? You guys know Steve? Nasker? Oh, yeah. And, Sorry. Like, Steve yes. and Charlie. I'm um, buddies with them. Um, I love his space. Um, I've mm-hmm. been to a couple art shows before. Um, I wanted to be there so badly. But um, I, I was on set. Set, I say, quote, unquote. Uh, my, my buddy um, rented a studio to do some um, work. And uh, I just couldn't be there. Um, what was it like? It, it looked insane. It looked it like crazy. a rager. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it was super successful. <laughs> like they raised $10,000. That's a lot of money. I, <laughs> I had no idea what the event would raise. I hoped like a million, of course. Like yeah. Yeah, I, I wish it was like $10 million or something. That was their goal. Um, so they definitely What was their goal? It. Oh, 10000 10, Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what? How did that money get made? I know there was board. The boards. The art was being sold. Um, just donations. Also, people were just donating. There or? were skateboards that artists painted. Mm-hmm. Um, there was photography that was also. Oh on yeah, the walls. that's right. Um, there were tickets for the raffle, mm-hmm. and there was like tons of donations. Like, really insane amounts of donations. Like, there was a companies. lot of people. I was looking at yeah. the photos and like videos. Like I. I I've been to Steve's uh, a couple times and for like art events, which were successful too. Like mm-hmm. I was like, my mind was blown when there was like 30 people there, you know, <laughs> like I'm like, whoa, dude, this is successful. Like there's like, you know, 10 people here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that event was so huge. I mean, anybody who was anybody seemed to be there. Like, yeah. you know, like I know um, like for instance, like Moose, you know, he's like a local um, sort of legend kind of guy. Yeah. Do you know who that is? No, I've heard of oh, him. Oh, okay. You've heard of him? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, mean, I didn't. I don't remember seeing him though. Or <laughs> but I, I was mainly in the back. He, he, he does skate. Yeah, oh, he okay. was on. Um, he's still on some big names. Um, some some big companies. But he was. Um, I think he's. Frankly, I I think he maybe he hit his peak a couple years ago, um, but he got injured and he's that really set him back. And I, I think he's coming back strong. But um, like he was on like a like on a Death Wish I think for a little bit, which is mm-hmm. a huge name yeah. in skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's still in mystery, but but I, I saw him post about it. So like you cool. know, anybody who was anybody yeah. was trying to be there. Mike Anderson um, was a huge. Mike Anderson was there. Yeah, yeah, he did a ton. No, of, he donated tons of stuff. I think he had photography. I'm so pissed. And... I'm so pissed. He, did did you uh, did you get to meet him at all? Actually, I did. A weird you story did. is that um, he's his... the um, you know I hate to describe him this way, oh. but he's the gay skateboarder, right? No, I don't think oh, so. No, Mike Anderson. He's married. Oh, I'm sorry. I, there's another Anderson. Okay. Now, now I'm very embarrassed. He has a brother. I'm not sure. Okay. Or, or anyways, but you, you met um, Mike Anderson. Yeah, I must be confused. There's some other, who I'll find. There's he a is, great documentary on this guy. Um, he is pro and he lives at Ventura. Hmm. But his okay. dad is my godfather. Oh, no kidding. He's super random. But yeah. <laughs> so I got to meet him. Mike Anderson, Moose, um, Sweet Reaper played. Is that what that mm-hmm. band's called? Mm-hmm. They seem to be like beloved in Ventura. Mm-hmm. Um, they're... I there's a lot of music out here, but I don't know that there's that many bands out here right now that are just loved by by the public. And yeah. I think Sweet Reaper is one of them. There was a lot of people that them. came for that. Um, yeah. So, uh, what, what do you recall from that night, uh, Mel? Oh well, I. What were you doing? Were you busy? Were you just hanging out? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at the beer station, so we had to check IDs, oh. give people wristbands. <laughs> no kidding. And we had a bunch of beer donated from Topa Topa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just handing it out um, to people who were of age, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I won a raffle item. So, what'd you win? I, you get to choose whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That's how they set it up. Um, so, there was still the like fishtail suicidal tendencies board. So, that was my selection. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just because hmm. I have a regular, you know, full size board and then I kind of have a smaller one. Um, but yeah, I don't have a fishtail. And, also, I love suicidal tendencies. So, <laughs> are you um, a lucky person? I, in my head, I've never won anything ever in my life. Uh, you do you have, have you won things? <laughs> no. Yeah, that was honestly like 
the first time I can think about actually winning something. Oh, really? So it was extra special. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's some people in the world <clears throat> that just always seem to have the luck. They always win the prize. They always is that you? That's my husband. Really? <laughs> what what are can you think of some times where he's won something? Oh, he won a double bike once, one of those tandem bikes. Yeah, yeah. He won a long board. How do you board. how are you anywhere where you can win that? It's raffle stuff. We were at like events, fundraisers, and he just always wins and I always bring him with me. I'm like, dude, you're going to win us something tonight i am not picking the ticket you are any, any luck at like in vegas by chance oh, no no luck in vegas no no yeah I just that raffles. wedding you won a wedding what? for like on Isn't bravo or something what on the internet what explain please i don't know what that means to win a wedding um well long ago when i was engaged i mm-hmm. looked on the internet for wedding stuff i don't even know but mm-hmm. there was this contest to win a free wedding, and I just jokingly applied. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, <laughs> as I'm planning, like, this horrible wedding. No, <laughs> the worst part of a wedding is planning it. Oh, mm. my gosh. Oh, that was, like, awful. the best thing was to not have to yeah. do anything. Mm. Oh, man. That's Wait, you didn't, did you have any preference, or they just said, okay, you're going to get all this stuff? I, I had to – well, there was this long process, like, mm-hmm. public voted on the couples and things like that. Like, it was Wow. Did you know any of that, thing. or all of a sudden you get an email saying you won? No, no. It was a whole thing. Yeah, oh, my gosh. We were, so- like, on the internet, like, asking every single person we know to vote and, like – we have friends in bands, like, please send this out. To, and they did. So someone, people <laughs> actually picked anyone? you. Is that, that's what you're saying? Well, it wasn't just like a actually, random draw. Ultimately, we were like second in the the votes, mm-hmm. but the team that was doing it um, got to choose in the end who won. And so, because oh, okay, yeah. it was kind of like a giant mm-hmm. advertisement, you know, for the company. Yeah, yeah. And, and what magazine. was it? What company or like? Well, a lot like, of different companies were involved, mm-hmm. but there was a... Have you heard of the smile booth? I don't know. They do like Mm. photo booths for weddings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Our labor of love is the name of the photography business. And they are like a huge um, part of it. The lady who runs once wed website, a lady who worked for anthropology. Wow. Handmade my dress. Oh my goodness. They handmade all the decorations. It was crazy. Uh, did they? What about the venue? Did they pick a local venue or? Yeah, they picked this cute little like cafe. Oh, so the thing is, we could only have thirty people there, and we had to get married in Atlanta. No, oh no, kidding. <laughs> okay, that's a big. Uh, but my big. husband's from the East Coast. He's from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and so we've got a ton of friends out there and family. So mm-hmm. a lot of them came, and then a few of my friends did come as well. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. That's um really winning something. I mean, I was talking about maybe oh, yeah. like a. T- you know, toy in a raffle or something. You, you yeah, want a wedding. I haven't wedding. won much since then. I think my luck is Yeah, it was out. all on one shot. You saved a lot of money with that one. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, truth be told, um, Angela, she uh, planned everything. You know, she uh, – I, I just don't have a – I, I think I'm very creative. But, you know, I just don't care enough for certain things. Like some stuff I just don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, what color the uh, napkin is. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking pick. You, you could pick. <laughs> So and she liked that she could pick anything she wanted, but uh, she would get a little, um, you know, reasonably. So she would get um, just it would just pile on. Yeah. And um, I'd have to try to take a little more initiative than I wanted to. Um, thankfully, she she had some uh, style. Um, I, I, if she left it up to me, I would have picked paper plates. Like you know, I w- I just literally wouldn't have cared. <laughs> um, 
So I don't even know how much it hurts to plan a wedding. So it's painful. It is. What what what? <laughs> I'm I'm sure um, Angela will agree with you. But what is so painful about it? Um, the details. Just remembering every little thing, <laughs> and when you don't have somebody there, like a wedding planner, I did. We did ours all on our own. Some people hire like a wedding planner mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. at least guide them through the process. Right. So we just had to like figure it out on our own. And You're talking all the companies, the caterers and making the we, calls. It ended up being like a shit show actually. Cause the, the wedding or the planning? The wedding was cool, but like the whole planning and then the venue and the woman that, that we were doing, that working together to plan the wedding at her venue ended up being crazy. She wanted to sue us <laughs> at the end. <laughs> She was like, I'm suing you because oh my you, you broke my elevator. And she was like blaming us for all this stuff that what didn't really. <laughs> it was like insane. Oh. It was really crazy. I mean, we, we were, we'd sit up on, we'd sit up on the laptop, like looking for like a photographer or like um, certain things. And we would just laugh how these prices, these people are trying oh to gosh, charge. Ridiculous. Like the photographer. I mean, I mean, it's all expensive and I get it, but um, who, I think we were just out of curiosity looking at wedding planners or like the day of sort of management manager mm-hmm. for like the wedding. You know, I don't know what you call that person. Luckily, a friend did it. But we were looking at people. Um, I think what it was was a photography and like wedding planner like team or something. So the the person didn't even plan anything. They would just show up on the day and like manage everything, you know, mm-hmm. with a clipboard. But it was like a ridiculous amount of money, like. Like that's it's like that's like a quarter of the whole wedding, like and you're working for like ten hours, like you're gonna make like four thousand dollars for ten hours. Um I wish I could remember the numbers, but we laughed. Like it was a joke. Because they yeah. know you'll spend it on that special day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it is a special day, but you don't need yeah. all of that. No, no. Um I'm happy it's over. I it was a great night. That's <laughs> night of my life. But I am happy that we don't have to think about invitation. I mean, we still have invitations hanging around. It's a, yeah. I don't even know Same what to here. do with them anymore. I like turn them into cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send like ten to my family. Like you know, even though they don't need, they don't need them at all. Well, you know when people send out those Christmas cards every year and they send it to every single person that it's like a photo, their family photo, <laughs> and they send it out, which I love. We get so many from all of our amazing friends. But it's like planning a wedding because you're sending out 130 like Christmas cards. Oh my god! Because that's how many people you know, and you're yeah. just like I don't anxiety. Wanna, you gotta wonder, you know, if I mean I don't. We got a bunch of Christmas cards on the. You know, it's cute. It's fun to see what people are up to. People who live far away. So I appreciate it, but um, I don't know. I think maybe once we have kids, we'll probably do that. But I don't think we're gonna send like a couple. Like you know, my best. Yeah. I'm not gonna send my best friend a picture of. Angela and I <laughs> with a Christmas, like a wreath behind us or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that's that interesting. Um, so do you all actually skate? Yes. Yeah. Um, what's your stance? Are you goofy or regular? Regular. So Mel is regular. Mm-hmm. I'm also regular. What about you, Caitlin? Regular. Regular? Regular. Regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've always been proud of that for some reason. And I, and I, and I'm just, I know it's stupid. There was no benefit. I know that. I'm just like a kid when I say that. But for, when I was a kid, I always thought it, like, it was cool to be regular. Well, when you call it goofy, it sounds Right. Yeah. Lame. It's just like a built-in. So. like. Um, yeah. Um, are any of you – do you guys know what Mongo-footed is? Mm-hmm. I was Mongo-footed. Was. But I, I transformed myself. And what is Mongo-foot? What, what is that when someone says that? Um you're basically making a whole extra step in pushing. <laughs> so you're, it's hard to explain. 
So your foot that you're pushing off with is mm-hmm. supposed to be the one that's like in the back of the board. Yeah. Right. And so I would do put the foot, my left foot on the back of the board and push <laughs> with my right foot, which I wanted in the back of the board. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. would have to push off with my right foot and then bring the left foot up to the front and then put the right foot oh in the back of the board. So it's a whole that like a extra step. step. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. I'm wondering, are, are either of you two Mongo footed? No, my son was like, you do not do that, Mom. <laughs> it's looked down upon. Okay. I don't know that it's that important. Do you, are you manga footed? No. My dad grew up skating, so like I, I kind of skated a little bit as a kid. So it was just always like, nope, this is how you push. And we you know stand. a badass 12-year-old girl <laughs> who yeah. shreds. Who and she's manga footed? She yeah. does, yeah. I mean, you know, I, like, the, uh, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, maybe there's a benefit to not being manga footed. Maybe, maybe it is easier to not have to take that extra step. Yeah. It's more stable. Like you can't really, um, like I'm thinking if you're going to drop in like on a quarter pipe, which I don't, I'm not very good at, but if you were to do that, being manga footed would make it very hard because you would, you'd be very unstable on that tipping point. You know, you would tip and you just would, you would have to turn your body. Um, but other than like that, the, that benefit of like it being a little more secure. I don't know that it's really that embarrassing. You know, some people put a lot of uh, um, weight on people being long footed, mm-hmm. and I, I don't really care. We have a friend honestly. who gets mad at herself for it. Herself? For it. Yeah. Well, she, you're saying, Allison, that you transformed yourself. Was it peer pressure? Was it knowing that there's a benefit I... to not being long footed? Well, that was just naturally how I did it. I skated. I probably skated like once or twice in my life when I was really oh, young, really? Mm-hmm. but it was very short. Like I didn't really take it anywhere. And that's just naturally what I did with my feet. Mm-hmm. And then when my husband saw me doing it, he's like, <laughs> no, you're or gonna- does he skateboard or <laughs> he, does. he knows he's about skated it? for a long time. And uh, he, he really inspired me to start skating mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he told me, he's like, you should correct this as soon as possible because it's just <laughs> going to make probably good advice. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to correct it sooner than later, it's probably because otherwise you just get cemented into that stance. Yeah. And um, I was surprised because I never thought I could because I was very comfortable with that Mongo pushing. And mm-hmm. then as soon as I started practicing, it just got and now yeah. I don't even remember how to do it. I'm like, how did I do that? <laughs> well, it's tough because it really feels um, I can I can sympathize with someone who's Mongo footed. Uh, because I imagine trying to write with my left hand or something, right? They tell you, you know, if, you know, like, it's very hard to write with my left hand because I'm right-handed. And I can imagine that feeling on a skateboard. You know, if you're pushing manga foot, it's because that's what feels right. Mm-hmm. So when you try to feel, when you try to push the way it should be, quote unquote, um, it just feels wrong, you know, mm-hmm. to do it the correct way. Um, so I can sympathize with that feeling. It, it must feel, but, but what I can't understand is, um, so you you were Mongo footed, so you know what it feels like. You would push Mongo and then be on the then put both feet on the board. So would uh, I guess uh, now that you're not Mongo footed and you push with let's, with your back foot, um, does that part still still feel uncomfortable? The pushing part until you're on your board. No, it, it, feels, it feels normal. Yeah, now. it feels fine now. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Successful transformation. <laughs> We so, still love you, even if you never did it. Yeah, because you know, yeah, the way you said it, I was like, "Oh, did somebody like you know like embarrass you or something?" Yes, like, it was you know, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, you'll see kids at the skate park a lot pushing manga footed, but it, to me, uh, <clears throat> I I just don't care. I I just don't have that 
um, as I'm getting older, I just don't have that, um, capacity to care about like stuff like that. You know, I don't, I don't know how you guys feel. Um, if you can understand that. Um, so, so this group, what, what do you see happening with the group? Do you just see, see it growing? Do you have any goals in mind? Um, I, the thing that always comes to me, like, and it's kind of been there since the beginning is that I would love to work like in schools mm. with school groups to help teach. And I can't decide if, if we keep it strictly to girls. Oh, I've been wondering about that. actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that struggle also since the beginning, mm-hmm. since the beginning, because we want to be inclusive, right. but also create a safe space for people who don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. At the parks and stuff. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Being at the parks because, um, I mean, man, I'm you know I'm an adult man, and sometimes I feel uncomfortable yeah. at a skate park. Even though like I'm like I'm like decent, I can like ride around and like do a couple of tricks. Um, so I, I mean, even with those circumstances, I feel sort of mm-hmm. uncomfortable sometimes. So I, I can imagine what a child feels like who isn't you know doesn't know any how to do much yet is learning how to ride. And all of a sudden, they're in the way of this like big, yeah. huge guy that's going, you know, twenty miles an hour. Um, yeah. So um, the the you do a potluck every month, is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a is it one meetup a month, or do you guys try to do it every we weekend? Have three total. So two skate park meetups, and then oh, okay. one co-ed potluck, like more just like a fun gathering together, mm-hmm. and also skating. And so it's um, girls on board, right? Mm-hmm. So what's uh, the motivation to focus on the girl aspect where you want to get, or I'll just let you answer. Yeah. What, what's the inspiration or the motivation to make it to help for it to begin as a girl group rather than just a, a skate group? Well, like I said, like I personally have been super conflicted. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by guys. I don't, <laughs> anyone who might, I mean, I have these amazing women, but I'm just saying like within my family, I'm the only female. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm used to being around dudes and stuff, but, um, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's just some sort of like power and like strength that happens when women come together. Um, mm-hmm. and we just like are so supportive of each other mm-hmm. and encouraging and just like, to create kind of our own presence mm-hmm. within like a, a sport that is less welcoming right. to women. Yeah. <clears throat> and that wasn't like a judgment or critique on my part. Yeah. I was just curious. I, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah what, uh, what do you think, Mel? Do you think there's, what do you think are the benefits to establishing a group like this where uh, it's really, I mean, it seems like there are boys, boys who are allowed to come sometimes, you know, like the meetups. Um, but what are the benefits that you see for having like a girl group where girls can feel, you know, ha- like they have a place to go? Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, I mean, I think just with a lot of things that are, you know, very centered on boys or men, um, you know, to have sort of, you know, uh, I don't know what to call it. I guess just like, sort of a way for women to have access or, you know, to the same mm-hmm. opportunities, even if it is a recreational sport. Um, uh, yeah. like I grew up skating just cause you know, my dad used to skate and, mm-hmm. you know, surfing and snowboarding. 
Um, but maybe other girls have always wanted to do it and they don't really have that or, you mm. know, and then at the same time they have, you know, kind of two things going against them. Cause you know, if they do go to the skate park and they're just <laughs> a girl by themselves, you know, it's all these right. dudes and it's not, it's definitely not comfortable. And I think it takes mm. a very, it would take a very strong willed person to go and do that. Right. And I think the goal is just to make it easier, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of benefits to that just cause, uh, you know, I just think it is a, you know, very male dominated sport. I date mm-hmm. a skater. Uh, he lives in a skater house. <laughs> there's dudes there all the time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and there's, you know, so many male pro skateboarders and it's awesome. We mm-hmm. live in a time where there's a lot more females, you know, mm-hmm. being noticed and, um, you know, becoming pro, um, and we get to see that more. Um, because it just tells other girls like, yeah, like you can do it too. Like, this isn't just like something for dudes that you mm-hmm. you have to be excluded from. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Allison? What are some benefits or some reasons why a group like this is valuable? Um, I'm just going to talk about like our first meetup we had. Like I was, Caitlin had told me that she wanted to start this like mm-hmm. real group. And I was like, okay, I'll meet you there. She's like, will you come? We just want some people to come. <laughs> Please come. Please. And we had already discussed like our passion for wanting to start. And mm-hmm. my passion started when my husband was like, we're building a ramp in our yard. And I was kind of like, this was before I had ever skated. I was like, I don't know if I really wanted to <laughs> buy a ramp and put a ramp in our yard. There's no room. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, we ended up getting a ramp and, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to start skating, now's the best time. I mean, I have my own private space mm-hmm. and I can learn there. And then I ran into Caitlin like shortly after that. And she's like, we need to start skating together. She's like, I'm so inspired. We should just do it together. I'm like, really? I want to too. Can we do it together? It was all happening. And like, yeah. I couldn't believe she said those words to me. Like, I want to oh, skate too. So it sort of just lined up. You're saying yeah. you had this interest sort of bubbling and you did too. And all of a sudden it just, <laughs> just kind of happened at the same time. And I mean, I was just like with my sons and my husband skating, like mm-hmm. trying to skate with them and <laughs> going to the park and same thing, sitting on the sidelines, just like wishing that I could go in there and like being intimidated and there's no girls around. And like, not mm-hmm. that if there was a strange girl there that I would feel comfortable, but like, yeah, yeah. Just anyway, I met the girls at the, we went to Camarillo the first time that was our first meetup mm-hmm. and like. I could barely even push around. Like I was so shaky pushing around, but there we were there together as a group and there was just girls pushing around on the side. And that was the first meetup you said, the camera. Our first meetup. Yeah. And we weren't even like rolling in. We were just like on the sidelines, helping each other stand on the board. And Caitlin was there like holding people's hands. Like here, (laughs) let me help you. And she's just like the sweetest thing ever. Like you walk, you walk into the group and you're like instantly welcomed and like there's someone there like wanting to help you and just like push you along the way which is what you need like when you don't know what you're doing and you're like Mm -hmm. surrounded by you go to a skate park and you're surrounded by men and they're all just kind of like yeah (laughs) yeah it's very um i you know like i said i feel intimidated still even though like i feel like i'm um you know in the community and have a lot of like um i would say friends i know a lot of people like at like when i go to westlake have you guys been to westlake skate park no. Oh, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? Yeah. Oh, I, I lived down the street. Um, I moved out here a year ago. I lived um, in Thousand Oaks like my whole life, and uh, they built that, what, four years ago or something? By the Y, right? 
Yes. Okay, yeah. Loved that skate park. They, and what was so awesome is that they built the skate park first. It's a whole Y now. Like, there's like a playground. There's like a dog park, I think, a, a soccer field, mm-hmm. indoor pool. I think like weights in there. I don't know, but every all this stuff at the Y. But the skate park was first. Wow. So it was just like leveled other than the skate park for like two or three years. They wow. just finished it maybe like last year or something. Um, I loved that skate park. So even with all that on my side, having it, home turf, mm-hmm. friends, the ability, um, you know, you show up, you know, I, I go a- alone a lot. Um, and all of a sudden you see a group of guys or whatever that are, you know, skating fast, closed off, not that welcoming, you know, cause I need a hand. Somebody needs to like come and say hi to me for me mm-hmm. to feel welcome. I don't, mm-hmm. you, you know, they, a lot of times they don't even look at you and like in my head, I yeah. feel like rejected and all this stuff. Right. Even though I, I'm overthinking it, I know that, but that's the feeling. Um, so I think it's, it's the vibe. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the vibe. That's the that's the fucking vibe. Uh, yes. But um, I uh, like you said something, Mel, that I really liked. Um, something like this, anyways. That a, a group like this is really great because you know there might be some girls that otherwise wouldn't skate, wouldn't try it if there wasn't a group like this. So maybe they're interested. Maybe they don't even know they're interested. But and maybe it's not even an option. You know, to mm-hmm. so so with it, when it's not even an option, you know, how are they going to be interested? Exactly. So all of a sudden you're presenting this option to girls um, in particular because, you know, the boys don't need to get, be given this option that it's, yeah. you know, we, we just feel like we can, this is what it's for us. You know, that mm-hmm. that's how a lot of boys probably, probably feel. Um, so girls, of course, you know, and, and especially if their mom or dad takes them to the skate park and all they see are boys, <laughs> how are they going to feel? Um, so I think that's a really awesome thing that it's um, that you do by targeting girls in particular um, because, you know, nowadays, the whole gender stuff, you know, we're really trying to get to a place where we're people and not boys and girls. Um, but we're in a weird transition, you know, phase, a long transition phase in this mm-hmm. gender equality um, paradigm where we're not there yet. We aren't just all people yet, even though we want to be. So I think it's good, in my opinion, that you're starting a group and have a group that um, targets girls in particular, because otherwise they may not have that um, option. Um, I think it's awesome. I, I was really um, intimidated by you guys, actually. I'm like, you know, oh, I should reach out. I want to talk to them. But they're so cool. Like, they have T-shirts. Um, no, I really – no, no. I think you, what you guys are um, doing is really, really, really cool. Um, I back it 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have – I've never done this before, but I thought this would be sort of fun. I have a bowl there, um, and I typed up some questions, insults. Nice. Um, so some of them, so some of them might be insulting. They might be bad questions. They might be good questions. They might be statements, but, um, our job will be to just simply react to it. I love it. So you can talk amongst each other, you know, Oh, but I really think this, however you want to do it. Uh, I'll go first. I'll grab a couple. Okay. So let's see. It says, I think girls are just as good as I typed this up and I'm can't read it. I think girls are just as good as boys at skateboarding. Okay, if somebody said that, um, I wouldn't be insulted. I would be happy they said that. What do you guys think? If someone said that, does that sort of imply something or is that? You're making an assumption. Yeah, tell me. What do you, yeah, tell me what you think. I mean, that's a very big generalization. You can't Mm -hmm. really say that. That's true. It can't be factual, like, unless you're referring to specific a specific boy and specific girl. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that's why. Yes. I, I, I knew there was some underlying assumption in there. I just didn't know what. But I'm. But please, 
um, tear up the question. You know, <laughs> you, you you have a liberty to to um, call the person who wrote it stupid, which is me. <laughs> I did it on purpose, though. Um, so you may, uh, Allison, if you will please pick one of those and you can read it to us. Let's see. Are boys better at skateboarding than girls? Oh, yeah. Somebody asked you that. What would you say? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> the same reason. <laughs> yeah, I would say, you know, you don't know that because mm. it just depends on how passionate someone mm-hmm. is. If they're going to keep going, then you never know, like, what their abilities could reach. And I don't know. I've seen, like, videos of five-year-old girls just, mm. like, owning it. You're just mm-hmm. like, how is that even possible? Like, she's just like a little magician. Oh, yeah, there's a couple young girls out there right now. I think this. I think she's a Brazilian girl. This little girl with butterfly wings. I don't know if you've seen her. I think but I have. She yeah. is so good. Like, she's. I don't know if it, there's a couple of them, so I'm getting them confused. But um, lately, uh, I've seen a couple of them, not in person, but uh, through video at the barracks. Like, there's like a nine stair. Like, this little girl's like heel flipping it. You know, crooking down like insane stuff. Like so, I, so yes. I mean, are boys better than than girls at skateboarding? We don't know, but the answer probably is no. I mean, it's who knows? We we don't know yet. There, girls are just getting into it finally. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's like asking if boys are smarter than girls or vice versa. <laughs> you know, when right. it comes down to that, you know, there's just. <laughs> It's I don't know. Just so many gender assumptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even exactly. Like, I don't even like the whole idea that women and men's brains are different. You know, it's <laughs> like really. I mean, maybe there are very small differences. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> See, I like that. That I purposefully tried to write. Que- some of them are probably, I hope, good questions, but some of them are questions that like make assumptions and generalize. Um, because it's important. That's one of the hardest things is to find that those generalizations and assumptions. Sometimes we just take questions at face value, but it's like, wait, why are we even asking this question? That assumes X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah. So thank you for being so, you gave us a hard no and I appreciate that. Um, um, Caitlin, will you be insulted for us for our entertainment? Mango footed skaters suck. (laughs) I can say that is definitely not true based on. Yeah, I've seen a few actually men (laughs) too that Mongo foot. So men and women that Mongo foot and they rip. Yeah. I mean, how do you approach that? So if somebody said that to you, uh, I guess it would depend on if it's like a little boy or a man. You know, how do you approach that question? Mm-hmm. Like something that's like insulting like that. Well, if somebody yeah. said it? Yeah. If someone said, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mongo footed skaters suck. How do you approach something like that? Hmm. I would, uh, why? <laughs> Ask why. I like that. <laughs> Show a video this- of somebody that's yeah. ripping. <laughs> yeah. Like, does this guy suck? And, um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I like like say why. See see how thought out how thoughtful their answer is because yeah. more than likely they're probably not going to have a good yeah. answer <laughs> for why that for why they suck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mel, <laughs> I 
I don't think you're good at skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. <laughs> I I'd be like, so what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> I think it's it just matters really at how much fun you're having. Yeah. A hundred percent that that's it took. I don't know that I was ever like a jerk at the skate park. I don't think I was. I've always had sort of like a gentle um, <clears throat> demeanor. Um, but but I'll say it anyways. I, it, it took me a long time to get to that, to be able to say, um, like, like you said, so um, like that's that th- that was my answer for some of those questions. Like somebody says something like that, like you suck. So <laughs> like, what are they going to say after that? Like, so. Even if it's not true, it's like, what are you going to debate the person? Like, no, right. I, I really don't suck because, right. you know, I do this, I do that. No. <laughs> I feel I mean, like I would I'm, respond like, I'm still learning. Do you remember when you were learning and exactly. you sucked? Mm. Everyone yeah. starts at the you bottom. did at some point. <laughs> you don't just like step on a board and then you're magically like dropping it. <laughs> right. Like you start yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, that's a good point. Or I'd, um, I'd ask them how long they've been skating and then I'd tell them how long I've been skating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Just back it with some evidence. <laughs> Hopefully nobody other than a child is saying that to you, saying that you suck. I hope an adult is not saying that to you. They might yeah. say it with their eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're not an adult yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I try very hard not to judge. Um, like, like what you said, Allison. Um, I actually love when someone's not that good and they're having a lot of fun. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't have to be. I mean, what what is good even? You know, it's like. Does it mean you can do tricks? Does it mean you can ride around fast? Like, what, what, what does it even mean, first of all? Is it even a good question? Um, but when they're having fun and they don't care what people think, I love that. I, I love seeing, like, you know, 45-year-old dads showing up with their son, you know, with all the gear on. And, mm-hmm. you know, may, or actually sometimes those guys rip, though, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. So they often <laughs> rip rather than don't rip. Uh, but it makes me feel good. You see mm-hmm. people having fun, it makes me feel yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um and I bet um, a lot of you, maybe you guys feel that way at the meetups, too. You just see these kids having fun, just getting started. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys are just getting started. Um, you see the progress. Like, that's, like, one of the best feelings. All of a sudden, you're doing something you couldn't do before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that. I, I, I hope uh, we that's can. the best feeling. When yeah. you're able to accomplish, get over something that you felt like was completely terrifying. Totally. I mean, now I drop in. You drop in? Pacific and stuff like that. And I never thought I'd be able to do that. I'd look at that and be like, no, not going to happen. Or like, uh, like I'm thinking, did you say Pacific? What are you talking about? Oh, that's the skate park over. uh, Is it by the mall? Oh, right, right. That's very close. That's where I skate all the time because, uh, so we, this is Telegraph. You make, you turn left here. Right, go down right here. Yeah. Um, that park, I, I, uh, appreciate that park so much because I was going, do you guys know the park down by the yeah. orchards? Um, Hobart. Hobart. Hobart yeah. 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 I've roller skated there. Oh really? But <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I definitely know what you mean. I would, I don't think I would try to skateboard there. I mean, that park's cool, but I didn't know about this park over here. I've only been here for a year. I didn't know that there was this park. I could walk to this one. Mm-hmm. I was driving what maybe it's a realistically a 10 minute drive. You know, you would think five minutes, but realistically from door to park, it's like yeah. 10 minutes, um, which I, and I liked it a lot. Um, but this park over here at the mall, um, there's like practically nothing there, but I'm so over complaining about like what I have now. Like, I mean, there's a skate park practically in my backyard. Great. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's a, cur- it's a curb. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
people complain. They, I mean, I wouldn't drive out to it. I'll, you know, if I lived in West, I'm not going to drive out to that. But since it's like in my backyard, practically, um, I appreciate it a lot. Um, I like that park a lot. Okay, let's see what I got. Let me insult myself. <laughs> Do you ever get scared when you're on a skateboard? All the time. I mean, I, I'm like pretty good. Like I like pretty good as in I've, I've been doing it since like fifth grade. You know, I can like manual, like kick. You know, it, to my in my head, I can like um, keep up with with people. Mm-hmm. I think um, if that's important at all. But um, I get scared all the time, like dropping in. Even though I can drop in on like maybe like a waist high. I can drop in on like a waist high quarter pipe, maybe a little bigger. Um, but that scares me still. You know that like moment of weightlessness or i don't know what it is when you're dropping in but that weird lack of control you have um so the answer is yes i'm i'm often very scared on my skateboard even though i've been doing it for over 10 years what about you guys are you ever scared on a skateboard yes absolutely during what like in what situations at parks that's like oh really yeah i think just trying new things at parks and and uh rolling in on stuff there's no dropping in yet but (laughs) just the speed it the took speed. me years yeah. to drop in. Getting used to the speed is probably my biggest fear. Mm. Like when I'm going too fast and then start wobbling, <laughs> get the speed wobbles. And, you know. That's the worst, speed wobbles. Um, I don't think I've eaten it too hard doing that, but that's like mm-hmm. when you just don't have control, that is like so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Caitlin? Are you ever afraid on a skateboard? Yes. <laughs> what, in what situations? Um, similar to what Allison was saying, mm-hmm. mostly. I don't know. I... I feel like I like to see somebody else do it first, mm. and then I know that it's possible. You see what it looks like. I, and Yes. And then I feel a lot better about doing it. Mm-hmm. But there's been a few times where I haven't had that opportunity, mm-hmm. and it's terrifying. <laughs> but, I, yeah. yeah, it is scary. Um, you said you're talking about Pacific. You drop in yeah. at Pacific. Yeah. Where do you mean? Do you mean the bowl or do you mean like the rolling, the perimeter? The perimeter. I go oh, okay, into yeah. the bank. So that's technically rolling in. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. Well, I, I was, I said drop in. Or no, no. Or no, I was like very, because like dropping in in that bowl is that so scary. Yeah. It's like you drop in. I can't in, skate a bowl. <laughs> like you, you have to be really good to, to rip that bowl. Like, and I can't. I can drop in. Right up a little bit, and that's it. Like it's it's so tiny. By the time you drop in, you're already like on the other side. Um, so when you said you could drop in, I'm like, damn. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not that cool. <laughs> yeah, stop. That's pretty cool. That's like that park's kind of sketchy because it is a little sketchy. It's, it's you know the it's so steep. Yeah, like there's it is very steep. And never, maybe you know this already. Never skate it when it's wet. It is so slippery, like oh, dangerously slippery, yeah. where you you're you have zero control. Like you might think you're good, like you know, because I've done that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like you know, I'm careful. I have good balance. When you when hydroplane. you slip, yeah, you hydroplane. Bottom skateboard. No, that's terrifying. literally what it is, and I don't care how good you are, you're not gonna overcome a hydroplane. You're gonna like fall no. you know, on your ass. Yeah. Um, let's do maybe one more round. Um, Allison? Sure. I can't remember what I wrote anymore. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the new Thrasher skate video? Oh, my God. You must not be a real skater. I fell down while I was skateboarding, and I started to cry. Oh, I was supposed to cut those in half. Uh, uh, yeah, address address the uh, first one. <laughs> The first um, one. No, I haven't seen the video. I run into this all the time at the skater house because 
I mean, I follow some like skateboarding groups, um, like Unity and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. like women who skate. But I don't keep up with Thrasher, <laughs> or I didn't see the new um. Baker Fort. Yeah, I didn't watch. The- I'm so embarrassed to say I haven't seen. I, I'm like, you know, skate nut and stuff, and I, I haven't even seen it. So. And so I run into that a lot. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's like not like a, like a spoken thing. It's just definitely like a vibe. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. There, skateboarding is so big. There are so many yes. videos and companies and brands, and it, you can't keep up. I, I uh, I can't imagine anybody would ever tell me that. And if they did, I, again, my, I just love that response. Like, so, <laughs> so? Like, like now what? Like, yeah, I haven't seen it. Now what? Uh, and I hope I'm that brave. I'm hope I'm brave enough to respond that way. People say that to me. Um, yeah. One more from you, Kaylin. And then one more from you, Mel, after that. Your board setup is terrible. You don't want to be seen at the skate park with that thing. <laughs> I was on one when I wrote that, I guess. <laughs> I must admit that my board setup is not very accurate either because I bought it from Craigslist. Um, but I'm, I'm not embarrassed by it. But I feel like if somebody said that to me, I would just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You don't want to be seen at a skate park with that thing. I mean, I I totally get that there's like Walmart boards and things mm. like that that are unsafe. Yeah, you know? yeah. There are it's like a safety are issue. <clears throat> but if this person's like insulting me because of my grip tape or my trucks that might be a little bit too small or whatever, like that's just yeah. a big asshole. <laughs> yeah, I would just say like that's the way I like it. So whatever, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I like it. Uh, and I'm hoping that these people are theoretical. I hope there aren't actually people like this anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm presuming maybe there are, but um, I was just curious because, I mean, especially for girls or women, um, I wonder, I, I just wonder because I don't have the answer if it is a little tougher for you. Like those, you know, if some, I, I wonder if people are more inclined to say that to, to a woman or a girl than to a boy or a boy or a man. I think it depends on, I can't imagine somebody writing up to me mm. at a park and right. saying that. Um, I think it'd have to be a very specific situation. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I feel like the judgment is more like annoyance that we're getting in their line or, mm. you know, not or even room. that we're there to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, so then they get like too close to us or. Oh, know, like, really? You've had cut you off or like. I don't know, like if yeah. we're, I don't know what you call that. Is it a bull and Camarillo, mm-hmm. that like really big wide one? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times we're kind of just going back and forth mm-hmm. in there for a while because we're practicing and people just like go in there. Really? And like, and stuff. it sounds like sometimes it feels a little aggressive. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not that they're just like taking their turn. You feel like they're, it's sort of, um, yeah, I guess aggressive. Like you, yeah. you, you felt like that before. Or, yeah, just passive aggressive. Yeah, like, that's yeah. yeah it's exactly. Just like you know, they're trying to like make a statement of like <laughs> this is like my space or yeah. it's my turn. Yeah, and it's like okay, like I guess I get like everyone needs their turn, but well, uh, even like when you're know. waiting and like you're clearly waiting, like mm, you know everyone waits right. and you're wait. You see that someone's waiting like across the <laughs> way. 
but they don't let you go. They're like, mm-hmm. just going to keep going. You right. know? Ride faster. Yeah. Like, go act like they mm-hmm. don't see you kind of thing. Yeah. That's tough because they're, like I said, um, I've experienced that before. Like, and I, I like to think that I can like hold my own, like I've been around a while, but like, I, I hate when that happens. Like sometimes in my, in my experience, it's been usually like teenagers who don't really know, like they don't have the awareness to think like, Oh, I'm, I'm taking up all the space mm-hmm. and people don't have a way in. Like, you know, I'll, I'll stand there waiting for like a certain obstacle or something, but there's this like 15 year old, 16 year old kid zooming around the whole park Mm -hmm. so right you step your foot down and you know take your turn oh but here he is he's coming up already he's going Mm -hmm. so fast like he and then and then those kind of kids or men sometimes people will have the nerve to act like you're in their way it's like no dude i've been waiting for five minutes like Mm -hmm. you're not giving me a turn like so there's been times where uh i've purposefully not gotten their way but took my turn so yeah i got in their way but it's like, dude, you did 10 laps just now yeah. and I'm still waiting. Like, mm-hmm. this is what you're going to get. You're going to, this is what you're going to get. And someone's going to like clock you for this. You know, like I'm nice. I'm not going to like even confront you about it, but there's going to be some other kid who doesn't like it. They're going to mm-hmm. think it's their space and you're going to get punched in the face. Um, it's been at that level sometimes. Um, that, that pass or no, that, that's just unawareness on their part. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or lack of care. They might not even care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and I'm thinking of one person in particular who was doing that to me, who was, I, I was cool with actually. After that, I was like, I, I stopped saying hi to him. I, I then became passive aggressive towards him. Like, I'm going to pretend you're not here because you're like not cool right now. Like you are not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people started treating him like that. So he kind of came around. He's like, shit, maybe I'm, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm being a jerk because no one's talking to me anymore. I wish that there was a conversation. Mm-hmm. I wish that there was like an open, you know, space to communicate that. Right? Wouldn't you, don't you wish you could just, just roll up and be like, hey, dude, you know, like, I, I see you're like really good, but, you know, you're kind of not giving me a turn. Like, you're sort of just taking up the space. Like, wouldn't it just be nice to be able to say that to s- some people sometimes? And get like a, like an okay reaction, not just like a. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't even know they're doing it. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I agree I with the whole conversation. It just doesn't seem like dudes interact that way especially <laughs> dudes in a subculture so it's i don't know it's like <laughs> do, you, do you think girls are more um more red- readily um turn they're, they're they're they give turns more readily do you think girls are more aware of like people each having a turn or is it just a, a person problem where you know anybody can be selfish at the skate park um, i mean i see more men just because that's mostly who's yeah. there but our, I don't know. I, I wonder what girl. I think at least as far as our group goes, there we don't have like a crap ton, you know, mm. like at the park trying to like get in there. But we definitely like take turns. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing I can think of is I went to this event at the barracks. Like, oh, yes. I wanted to ago. ask you about that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was like super nervous <laughs> to, try, to try this this thing. But there are two girls there like utilizing the the ramp and they like motioned for me to go uh, nice. but i was so nervous that i <laughs> i was like oh i'm okay <laughs> but i really appreciated the fact that yeah. they did that they opened up the space for me to yeah it's good to be a person like that um i i try to do that for kids i'll see kids on the sideline because i was a kid like that when i first started i would see these older guys 
you know, ripping up the park. And I was afraid to get out there, like just literally afraid. Like I would, I'd get dropped off at the skate park and stand on the side for three hours yeah. and then get picked up and not even skate. That's my son. He mm. cried. He sobbed. He was so mad at himself for not having the, I don't know what you call it, you know, yeah. to actually go into a park because there were a couple people there. Yeah. Um, so I try, I try to make an effort now, even to make a joke with someone, say a kid, even an adult, uh, I, I don't care who it is. Like, I'm like, Hey, get out there. You know, where's your skateboard? Um, and then just to be that person, sometimes it just takes a little encouragement or a little, some, at least, um, they know someone has their back, yeah, you know, even yeah, just let yeah. them know you're there. Like, Hey dude, like I'm cool. Like, you know, you can talk to me, you know, you don't say that, but like, I like to try to behave that way where, um, Cause it's a bummer when kids feel like they can't get out there. They feel like because they're not as good as the people there that they don't have the right to their turn. Um, so even when there's a ripper, like a shredder there, I would hope that that person realizes that it's other people's space too, regardless of how good they are. You know, mm-hmm. it's not totally. about talent. Cause no matter what, it's a community. And like, I don't know. I think just everything else, you know, as far as like, you know, the skaters who, you know, don't seem to notice, <laughs> I don't know that right. like they need to share the space, you know, it's all, that's kind of like all ego based. So, yeah. you know, it'd kind of be cool just to have something more, more of a community mm-hmm. like aspect. Something that, um, the group skate, like a girl does. And I learned this at the barracks because mm-hmm. there were a couple people that run. The- well, what, just real quick, what was it? It looked like it was like, sort of like a, it looked like women were talking. Were they addressing like yeah. the, crowd or there was a panel of women skateboarders mm-hmm. and you know it was a free skate as well but then they showed um what is it called pushing borders i think hmm. maybe is what the name of the documentary right was. I, yeah i thought there was a documentary yeah. involved and that one was focused on vanessa torres and she was mm-hmm. actually one of the panelists oh there. that's so rad um yeah she's amazing um and and so yeah they the panel is like the best well, Afterwards, we split up into groups, and you got to choose mm-hmm. kind of who you wanted to talk with and stuff. Um, and we chose Ashley from Skate Like a Girl, mm. who runs the um, Bay Area like one. Um, and I don't know. We just, we yeah. There was it was all about community, about building community, about um, what we can do to be more inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> it was really really cool. That looked really sick. I saw uh, the post on your page. Um, I, I hadn't even heard of it. I'm just, you know, there's so much going on. I just like miss yeah. everything. Um, that was really cool. I like that the barracks is, um, and just skateboarding in general is willing, is, is embracing, you know, women like in this, yeah. in this, uh, field, let's call it, um, you know, because why not? What, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's stupid to exclude women because <laughs> I mean, you know, on, on an economic level, um, I mean, that's, I mean, it's half the population not buying skateboards. Right. <laughs> you know, they totally. might, you might as well, totally. you know, I, and I think maybe it's a fiction. Maybe there really aren't people that keep try to keep women out. Um, but I I'm mean, happy that it's becoming. Or you think so? Because I, I don't I, know. I, I don't do, have the answer. I do. I feel like I don't. I, yeah, I do. What do you think? You're thinking something. <laughs> what 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 makes you say I'm, that? I'm trying to like. I feel like these groups wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be popping up all over the place. There wouldn't oh. be. Um. Um things like the barracks mm-hmm. event and then there's this other one i forget what it's called but it happened in like in, uh, in europe this past year mm-hmm. to talk about inclusivity with wow the community that was like 
a huge thing. I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, I don't think these things would be here. Right. If there wasn't a need for it. Mm, you're saying it's Something. sort of a symptom of the problem. The yeah. fact that these pop up, these girl groups have to pop up and do tells us that there's a problem. Yeah. Huh. Whether it's, you know, deliberate or not, you know, yeah. right. Because I feel like a bunch of sexism is like deeply embedded into how we're programmed, mm. you know, just as kids and going through like school and mm-hmm. growing up and mm-hmm. culture and everything. Yeah. Mass media and all this stuff. So I think a lot of it is probably unconscious, but I mm-hmm. think it's still important to bring to light because, uh, even if it's not like something yeah. that's spoken, like, you know, the vibe that we get when we go to the parks is like, why yeah. does that vibe exist? Why do I got to feel <laughs> yeah. this way when I'm just trying to skate? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make There's any so sense at all. Machoism. Yeah. It's in um, the surf community, too. Totally. It's just yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I grew up surfing and it's like, I'm kind of used to the people cutting really off and not making room and just like, you know. You know, that's really annoying because I, I would bet that some of these people <clears throat> don't really know they're doing it like in the sense where it's like that's not a big deal what i just did where if they did to a guy they might say oh you know i'm kind of stepping on so-and-so's toes Mm -hmm. but when it's a girl or a woman it's like eh, you know what do they care you know what do i care yeah and not that they're verbalizing that but i wonder if maybe that's the feeling like it's a it's a bigger deal when you cut off a guy than it is when you cut off a girl um and i can't say from experience i i don't know that i've seen any of this i just hypothesize you know Mm -hmm. you guys can tell me Mm -hmm. you're you're seem to make making it clear that these feeling you have these feelings when you're at skate parks or um um i don't know skate settings um but i'm happy you guys have this group i think that people are going to find themselves on the um the uh they're, they're going to find themselves on the wrong end of the deal if they don't embrace you because i, I think you're already successful um i i don't know it's cool i i, I love it yeah. i think go with the girl thing you know it's cool that you're including boys too um, but it, I don't think it's a bad thing to have certain events or, or have sort of, um, that empowerment, that woman and female empowerment sort of perspective where, you know, you really are trying to carve out a space for girls to get in, to get through the door because the, once they're through the door, then they can go to the barracks and they can go to the skate park and feel safe on their own because, you know, they're in a community and they know, um, I don't know. I think it just supports, um, women in general and, and, and you guys should feel just how we feel, how guys feel at the skate parks. Um, so, um, I will ask you, Caitlin, you can uh, represent the group here. So when I ask you this question, um, you can answer for your group. Um, and it's a simple question. I like to end it this way. Who the hell are you? (laughs) Me personally, the group, Uh, who the hell are you? Well, I guess, you know, at the basic is we're just women supporting women through skateboarding mm-hmm. and empowerment. Um, but I don't, I personally don't want to close it off to just women. I want to open mm-hmm. up to non-cis people and queer people mm-hmm. um, as well, because I think that they also have similar feelings as us as cis women. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that we're also discussing through Mm. in our group. But um, yeah, we're just women who want to support and share the stoke. (laughs) I don't know. Well, thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you, Allison, Caitlin, Mel. Took me an hour to um, 
for sure remember your name. So um, <laughs> I, I hope that uh, I can go to the next meetup. Yes. Um, thank you for coming. Please I appreciate come. it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>